This is the On the Money with Jerry and Nick Royer podcast, broadcasting nationwide. Jerry and Nick are consumer advocates, authors, and TV news contributors to NBC and ABC stations. Their nationally syndicated radio show reaches coast to coast. Join us as we help take the mystery out of your money and replace it with a blueprint to financial success. You're listening to the On the Money with Jerry and Nick Royer podcast. Welcome to the On the Money podcast with Jerry and Nick Royer. I'm Mark Elliott, and I'm joined in the studio, of course, by Jerry and Nick. They're registered financial consultants, TV news contributors, radio show co-hosts, and maybe most importantly, the founders of Group 10 Financial. Over the past 52 years, they have created the On the Money five-step retirement process, a financial system designed to help you successfully build a blueprint to get you to and through retirement. With a focus on maximizing your retirement income, investing for success no matter what Washington Washington or Wall Street throws at you, and even cutting your taxes. I'm Mark Elliott, and I'm here, as always, with 53-year veteran in the financial world, Jerry Royer. Jerry started the company back in 1965. Jerry is a registered financial consultant. He's a wealth and retirement coach. Jerry, welcome to the program. Welcome to you, Mark. I mean, this is really an exciting time of year. You know, I was reading a quote. It says, to acquire wealth is difficult. To preserve it is more difficult. But to spend it wisely, most difficult of all. <laughs> exactly. I have um, a, a friend of mine. That's what he said. Is this year he's a minimalist. He's a like, minimalist. I don't like a minimalist. <laughs> he's like, I learned my lesson last year. He's like, I really don't care what the family says. But he's like, last year we spent two thousand dollars on our child, and he's like, I never even thought about it until I looked at the bill. And he's like, that's not happening again. And his wife actually said, well, you know, she's going to be really sad. And he's like, I really don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be a little yeah, happier. Yeah, that's the way it right. goes. Also with us, of course, you heard him right there. That's Nick Royer. Nick is an 18-year veteran in the financial arena as well and is one of only about 100 master registered financial consultants in the entire world. Nick is a TV personality for NBC and ABC stations as well. Nick, welcome to the program. Hey, I'm glad to be here. It's always fun sitting with you guys, and we're talking, you know, we're talking off the air about mileposts on your on your way to retirement. And one of the questions that we get a lot is, how do I know if my retirement plan is on track? How do I know if I've saved enough? So that's what we're we're going to talk about right now, so you can get on track and really stay on track. That's the most important thing. Just like your quote, Dad, you were just saying, you know, I mean, it's it's, it's hard to save it, it's hard to keep it, and it's even harder to know how to spend it. And so you can get on track. But how do you stay on track? And that's the key thing with retirement. That's where you need good guidance. Exactly. Absolutely. And, you know, you think about it because, Nick, your kids, uh, Brad and Bradley and Abby, they're they're golfers, young golfers. And you were a golfer and your, your high school teammate, Jim Herman, out on the PGA Tour. So understanding golf and retirement, though, is not like a practice round on the golf course. There's no mulligans involved. You know, it isn't something you get to practice beforehand with no real consequences. Hey, I'm going to try retirement for a month or so and just see how it works. Well, that's not really how this does work. There is not a redo, at least not without some loss of funds, though, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I can remember um, I had a group of guys, and, and when we first started having kids, we all had kids around the same time. And this group of guys, we'd tee off at 6 in the morning. Now, you'd think that's nuts. But the reason we teed off at 6 in the morning is because, again, we had kids. And we could make it back before we, they woke up. We were pretty quick players, so we could 
tee off at six on a Saturday morning, be done by nine o'clock and be able to, uh, to get back, um, get back home and take care of the kids. And, uh, you know, we, we teed off, there was no driving range, driving range. The, that guy was still sleeping by the time we teed off the first hole. And so, um, if, if we messed up though, that was what we always called it. We called it the breakfast ball. The breakfast, the breakfast ball. ball, right? That that's that's what happens when you hit a house off the first tee, and uh, you know, hey, go ahead. This is your breakfast ball, your chance to have one redo, uh, and that's and that's no problem. And that and that's kind of how we did things. We had that breakfast ball, right? But I mean, in retirement, that's you don't get the breakfast ball. Yeah, no mulligans in retirement, and and you want to make sure you get it right. Then, since there aren't any mulligans, you want to get it right the first time. So, when it comes to planning for a solid retirement, what do you do to make sure that we do get it right? You know, I was reading an article in Kiplinger called "What Kind of Investor Will You Be in Retirement." And what I liked best was the subtitle, you saved and invested to get to retirement, but now that you're actually there, you may need to make a new plan. Well, why? That's kind of interesting. Okay. So why wouldn't the old plan work any longer? Well, and that's what it says. (laughs) It says the article says that investors who enter retirement without a well thought out plan, risk making bad investment choices paying unnecessary taxes, which always slays me why they do when there's so many things that we can help people look at to minimize those buggers or running out of money during retirement. So why not keep doing things the old way, though? I mean, if you're 65, why not just keep doing it the way it was when you were 30? Well, if you're happy with that, go ahead and do it. But again, are you going to get 10 years into retirement and say, oh, gee, I'm going to go back and I'm going to do this? Mm -hmm. You have different challenges. Right. You know, you don't get that breakfast ball. Yeah. You know? I mean, there's a bunch of different challenge that happens during those those years in retirement. Uh, for one big thing, for instance, is when you're working, you're saving money. And when you're not working, you're spending money. And so that's the biggest, biggest difference. And that's the biggest fear people have really is running out of money during retirement. Uh, the big question is, is once you retire, once you're in that retirement, do you know where that check will continue to come from? to pay those expenses in retirement. I and mean, where's that check going to come from? Uh, whatever that check is, are you 100% sure that it's going to be enough? And these are questions that you should really be asking yourself. And we can help you figure these things out too. If this is something that you want to go deeper with us, just give us a call at 800-691-3372. And that number again for your personal complimentary 60-minute visit is 800 691 3372. That's 800-691-3372. And let's go back to that Kiplinger article. What kind of investor will you be in retirement? What are some, maybe some other aha moments that you saw in that article? Well, it went into common goals that they find most retirees have. And the first one was ensure their incomes will last as long as they do and will increase as expenses go up. Second thing was protect their savings from unexpected health care costs, including long-term care. Now, this is something that you said common goals. Mm-hmm. Do you, was that a common goal 20 years ago, health care expenses? Yeah, I think it was always in the back of Or do you think it's mind, just more so again, now because of, of all this mention of the Affordable Care Act and stuff like that? Well, that could have a lot to do with it. But back then, we actually had better health care you know, than what... Uh, what folks are facing. Or it was least expensive. It was less expensive now. Yeah, and exactly. I mean, wages didn't go, you know, they've usually increased, but kind of in pace with inflation. 
But long-term care is 7% so far or higher. out yeah. of inflation. It's Double, almost at the same level. Yeah. Yeah, but it's almost at the same level as college education. We Look at just, college education, what that's gone up. Yeah, we were just talking about long-term care. What is it, $95,000 on average now? Mm-hmm. And you said it was going to go to like 120000 Yeah, 130 plus thousand yeah. in yeah. like 10 years. Yeah. I can remember 18 years ago when I first started out in this practice, and it was 3000 a month, 36000 a year. Just I think re- about that. It's gone I three remember times when you sold long-term care insurance, people would uh, bring in policies for us to look at, and they were covering $100 a day. And that was a lot. That, yeah. And <laughs> yeah, go, that, that should wow, be a pretty good dent. Sure? Yeah. 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 But, I mean, now that's not the case. And so that's a common goal. You know, people have, you know, they want their income to last. That's a goal. They Reduce want their health taxes. Taxes. You know, they want that, but are they doing it? And the next thing would be increase their wealth and pass as much as possible onto their family, onto their next generation without taxes taking too great a bite out of it. You know, if you're if you've got two kids and you've all your money's in your 401k or your IRA and you walk out on life. No, you don't have two kids. You have three kids because Uncle Sam's going to come in for you. Know? <laughs> Think about that. And that's the kid you can't say no to. Yeah, exactly. Like literally and legally, you yeah. cannot say no to him. Like, I thought of that when you were talking about the guy that says, wow. I'm not going to spend that two grand this year. Yeah. It comes to IRS. Yeah. You haven't got a I choice. A choice. Yeah. You know, you guys have been doing this for a long time. What kind of retirement expectations do you typically see from, you know, people that come in for that first complimentary visit? I mean, what are some of their expectations? You're going to have your basic expectations. You know, I, I want my, I want to make sure my money lasts as long as I do. I want to lower my risk. I want to uh, increase my income. I want to lower my taxes. I want to pass some of this money on as easily and effortlessly as possible to my kids and my grandkids. So you have those types of expectations. But I think what happens a lot of times is when we dive into their financial plans, their expectations have really been based off of an interest rate. And that interest rate has really been guided by the recent bull market. People have really set unrealistic expectations that the market never goes down because it hasn't in 10 years. You know, they expect 12% every year because it did it a couple years in the past. Or because they're listening to some TV talk show uh, host that is good on getting your debt down, telling you, if you don't make 12% every year, you got to be crazy. Yeah, if you can't get it, find that 12% mutual fund, that elusive 12% mutual fund, um, you know, and it, Here's the thing, folks. The market doesn't go up in a straight line. Um, You know, there was a crash in 2008, right? But it's not mature when handling your own money to think that it happened in 2008. It shouldn't happen again. Because if we look in modern time, and I've mentioned this before, there was market crashes in 82, in 87, in 1994, in 2000, in 2008. Usually every five to eight years, we have a market crash. So number one thing that you have to do is you got to plan for both good and sour markets. If you're retired 20 to 30 years, you will likely live through four to five market crashes. So you got to be sure that you're getting a stress test done on your portfolio to make sure you can survive these events. Just like if you build a house, okay? If you build a house here, you, you build it knowing that there's possibly going to be a hurricane hit, okay? We learned a lot in 2004, a lot in construction. You go to look at these, these resorts now, when they build these things, they're building these things to withstand a category five because of what happened in central Florida when these hurricanes came through in, in, in 04. And they learned how strong these structures were and what weaknesses were. And now, and they changed the code. 
Yeah, right? but and that happened down here because of the fact that they changed the code. I wonder out in the, on the West Coast where they have these awful fires that are just wiping out entire towns. Is somebody going to step in and do the same for those people, or are they just going to go right back and rebuild and be exposed to that again? Yeah, so you got you have to change the code, right? You, you learn your lesson, you change the code. And in retirement, being able to make sure your money lasts no matter if we have a market crash or not is everything. Making sure your income is stable even in the worst of times is vital. And you got to ask yourself, are you 100% confident that your nest egg is built to generate enough income month in, month out for potentially the next 30 years? This isn't anything you want to guess on. What you need is a plan to help ensure you're able to generate income month after month in retirement once those steady paychecks stop hitting your bank account. And the first step is really creating your own retirement rescue blueprint. That's something that we do. It may open your eyes to strategies you've never even thought of before. You'd be amazed by how a few changes in your current retirement plan can make a big difference. All you have to do to get this retirement rescue blueprint is to call or text the word retire to 800-691-3372. And if you didn't get that, just hang tight, get your pens out, because we'll mention that number a few more times here in a second. We have a limited amount of spots available on today's show. So be sure to give us a call right now. The foundation of any retirement is having an income strategy. And that's exactly what this retirement rescue blueprint will help you create. So if you're recently retired, or if in 10 years of retirement, you saved over $200,000 for retirement, you'll want this no obligation initial review where we will walk you through step-by-step our Retirement Rescue Blueprint and put it to work for you. So as Nick said, you can call or text the number 800-691-3372. This is a great opportunity to meet with Jerry and Nick and their team at Group 10 Financial for your complimentary 60-minute initial review. And this is not some cookie-cutter approach. It's a truly customized blueprint for your retirement. The number again is 800-691-3372. And you can also text the word retire to that same number, 800-691-3372. So call or text the word retire to 800-691-3372. For Jerry and Nick Royer, I'm Mark Elliott. Thanks again for joining us today. Be sure to join us next time on The Money Podcast with Jerry and Nick Royer. You've been listening to the On The Money with Jerry and Nick Royer podcast. Catch new episodes every week to discover the latest retirement strategies and tips for retiring well from Jerry and Nick. To learn more about how to create a retirement blueprint to help you have total confidence in your retirement plan, visit them online at group10financial.com. That's group10financial.com.